0: with occasional bonus interviews with gallery owners, collectors of fine art, and art historians. Perhaps today's show will bring you the aha moment you've been waiting for. Welcome to Artists of New England. I'm your host, Laura Kessonari-King, and today I have with me Christy Hagerty from Durham, New Hampshire. Welcome, Christy. Hi, Laura. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is so exciting. I've been... uh, you know, you always think you know somebody, and then you start researching them. <laughs> it makes me very nervous when you say that. <laughs> and I realized we have this Ohio connection. Oh, how funny! So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I spent about eighteen years out there. Now like, you beat me raising my kids. That, mm-hmm. It was a long time. <laughs> yeah, eighteen years is a long time. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your career start with your art. How, did you did you paint as a kid? We'll get to how you came to New England, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, I mean. How did it- It's funny because, um, you know, when, when that question gets asked to a lot of artists and I've heard it asked of a lot of artists, you know, you often hear like, oh, I've been painting since I was like four (laughs) and that just didn't happen for me. Um, it was, I was still young. I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, and I took like a beginning to drawing class my freshman year and, um, I think it was when I painted it was like an L.L. Bean boot, which is sort of, you know, wow. maybe a sign yes. that I ended up out here. But I anyways, I painted an L.L. Bean boot and I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, wow. it really looks like a boot. Yeah. I think I can do this like yeah. that kind of in my mind when yeah. I asked myself that what was the, the sign that happened? Yeah. And um, that was the beginning for me. So I knew I had the ability mm-hmm. um, And then I kind of wavered a little bit. Um, And, you know, it wasn't until I was at Denison University in Ohio, where I spent, you know, four years. Um, And I remember speaking to my brother, um, you know, about what I would be doing, what I would be studying. And I thought I was going to go into communications and I was going to go into psychology. And I was really struggling, you know, in my sophomore year panic ensued and so (laughs) my brother said to me you know you're good at art like why don't you just do art like do what you love you know do what comes easily to you don't beat yourself up sort of was his his message to me and uh it stuck with me and so I said okay so I you know went full bore into Mm -hmm. the art world Mm -hmm. um and you know, studied art history and became an art major. I, I had an art major and an education. I double majored because okay. that's the way it had to happen to be an art teacher right. in the state of Ohio at the time. Yeah. Um. And so it I was love great. That your
0: brother had that influence. I, I just well, love when
1: family members kind of
0: they see things so differently from the subjective view that we can't always right. Get, well, in you know, my
1: brother. Happens to be 23 years old. I have three brothers. My oldest brother is 23 years older than me. I have a sister too, who's also 13 years older than me. I was a late in life (laughs) maybe for my parents. Well, thank goodness. (laughs) So yes, so my siblings have taught me a lot and it's been a really cool perspective to have and share with them. So I'm I'm grateful for all the knowledge they've they've given to me over the years. That is really great. I, I love
0: hearing that. Yeah. So, uh, so from there, you yeah. taught another connection in Atlanta.
1: I have a daughter and son oh, who yeah. living
0: in Atlanta right yeah. now. So yeah, yeah, that was time there.
1: My first teaching job was in um, the inner city of Atlanta. I was what they call an itinerant teacher, so mm-hmm. I shared. I was shared between two schools. Okay. In one of the schools, I can't remember now. It's been so long. Um, <laughs> if I was there like most of the week, and then I think. Couple of days, I must have gone to the other school. So, at one school, I had my own classroom, yeah, and that was fabulous. And then at the other school, I didn't have a classroom, yeah. it was the art and the cart lady, yeah, didn't like that That's as much. Right, that was challenging. Art in the cart. <laughs> that was challenging. So, but she comes
0: wheeling her cart, <laughs> yeah, it
1: was a you know, it was tough. So, and what um, ages was that? that she was so, that was all elementary in okay. Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then you moved on to, and then gosh, well, then we moved. My 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 husband and I got engaged oh, in Atlanta. Okay. Is and that then, you met? Boy? No, I met him at Denison. Okay, we were college sweethearts. Yes, and um and then we moved from Atlanta to Indiana because my husband got his master's there. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, I couldn't teach because the uh, Indiana University, where my husband was getting his master's, was at the time one of the top schools for art ed. Oh. So to get a teaching job where we were yeah. was impossible because they were feeding out of yeah. <laughs> of the now where were you university. from originally? Where were you born? I grew up in Gross Point, Michigan. Okay. I thought mm-hmm. it was the So the Midwest, yeah. you know, was where I was born and right. raised for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. and then and then we ended up in Texas for yeah. a year. Yeah and I taught there. Okay. Um, I was actually thinking when we first got to Austin, Texas, that I would totally change careers. I wanted to like go into landscape design, and I like went so oh. far as going into like a landscape office, and just wow. like showed up, and I said, you know, is there anything I can do? Like, I didn't want to go back to school. I yeah. didn't want to, you know, Yeah. and um, they turned me down, so I was like, <laughs> fine, and I applied for the job, and I got a full-time teaching job, um, outside of Austin. And that was great except for the hour-long commute. Oh, yeah. And then we left again a year later. Right. Um, so because my husband's job that he got fell apart, okay. um, with the dot bomb of oh, 2000. Okay. And so we moved back to the Midwest uh-huh. and, um, I ended up um starting our family with my husband (laughs) and that kind of changed the pace of life and so I kind of wasn't doing any art really outside of you know paint your own pottery studios were really big then (laughs) and I totally (laughs) spent a lot of money at paint your own pottery studios because it was a great way for me to practice my skill and Mm -hmm. yeah I would get lost there um so that's kind of how I kept my art going during that time and you know, eventually it was, gosh, um, we were back in Bloomington, Indiana. My husband got his PhD. And Mm -hmm. so we were there and I ended up having two more children. So Mm -hmm. I have a total of three daughters now. And, um, you know, we moved here in 2009. Oh, okay. Nice. And that's when I said to my husband, like, okay, I'm going to paint. I'm going to go get back in my art, the girls were all kind of at the right age yeah yeah and i found um an artist Pamela Delong Williams was teaching classes right and in kittery and um i signed up with her yeah. and that was i you know and backing up i'll say this in indiana i did take a class um with a guy named Michael Teague he was mm-hmm. um doing an oil painting class there okay. and that was my night class that I got to escape from yeah. being mom for a little yeah, bit. That yeah, was yeah. really what kickstarted me back into <laughs> was art. Was that your first oil? It was. It was. Because I was more, you know, in college I was um, actually, I did my senior thesis or whatever in printmaking. Oh, wow. So I would say my strengths really started with drawing yeah, um, and maybe some design uh-huh. You know, studying as far as the printmaking. Yeah. You had to think things through pretty well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then when I started taking the community classes um, in Bloomington, Indiana, you know, I actually started with a watercolor. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, I'll try this oil stuff. <laughs> and yeah. it it was great. Yeah. It made sense for me at the time. Yeah. You know. I-, I do love the oil. It's it's very
0: different medium from anything else. Yeah. yeah. The first time I used it, I was like, "This stuff is horrible!" Oh, really? oh, I yeah. hated it.
1: It was, it was a mess. I just didn't know how to make it work. So I know? just kind of
0: fell in yeah. love with. It. I literally opened my first tube in a Todd Benito class, mm-hmm. and um, I just fell in love with it as I was mixing it on the palette. And then when I tried to use it, yeah, that was different. But <laughs> yeah, I'd already have a strong affinity for it by then. So yeah. we were going to make it work. Yeah. Um, so at what point did did um, classes and painting for fun? turn into the thought of possibly a career, a career, money.
1: I think when we moved out here, um, like I was saying, we, you know, I started taking the classes, um, with Pamela DeLong Williams. She had like a Wednesday morning master class Mm -hmm. sort of, and that felt really important. (laughs) And it was, it was such a wonderful experience to work with her and the other women that happened to be in the class with me. Um, and you know, I committed to that, I made the time Mm -hmm. and committed myself to that. And then what happened was, um, while I was taking that class, um, some other women in the class had rented a space across the hall from where we were taking class. And, um, so my friends, Judy and Paula said, you know, we're going to rent this space. Would you be interested in, in coming in with us? And that was when I said to my husband, if I don't do this right now, yeah. I won't ever do it. Yeah. Like, I have to make this commitment and see mm-hmm. what happens. Right. So I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did because, yeah. you know, it really was important. I They talk about, you know, the, um, oh, I don't know, when you make the boards <laughs> every fall, you get all the messages about the, like, vision boards, oh, yeah. right? Dream
0: boards. Dream boards. Yeah. <laughs> I know I there's a truth, truth the to it. There really is. It. truth yeah. to it. I
1: think it's the setting the intention, you know, and uh-huh. telling yourself like, yeah, you have to believe in yourself yeah, first to make things happen. And I think that was the moment that I said, you know, I do believe that I can do this and that I want this to be part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and it happened, you know, it yeah. really did. It, I mean, it's not been super fast, but mm. it's been great. It's been yeah. wonderful. So when did you
0: get your first commission? Because I... <clears throat> I'm just fascinated you've done so much commission work. Yeah.
1: It's been it's been a gift. I am um trying to think when my first commission was back in 2010, let's say, and I so I feel like shortly. it was about a dog. I <laughs> a dog. <laughs> you know people often say like <laughs> what got you into, you know, yeah. selling your art and um if I look back, I have kept track to a certain degree and I think it was either it was either the Belle Isle Bridge, Detroit okay. was one of them. I've still kind of done a lot of different things, but, um, but I was, you know, at the time with Pam, we were doing, um, this whole series of painting from the inside out this Mm. view and interior, exterior kind of thing. And I, I painted my dog, my golden retriever sitting at the front door, looking out, waiting for the school bus to come. Yeah. And I did like a few of those, you know, a few different versions. And, um, People really liked the way I painted my dog.
0: Well, I have <laughs> so. to say, you,
1: I, I have seen that
0: painting. And you yeah. even on a pet capture, yeah. an em, emotive response. And it, to me, my biggest question going through, like I say, I've seen your work and I've known it for, but I didn't realize the extent mm. of these commissions. And as I go through them, you know, my when I used to see them down the street here, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, she must know these people. Mm-hmm. She, they, maybe they sat for her. But now I'm looking at how much you've done and have they all sat for you?
1: No, no no, no one has sat for me. So I, how, I work from photographs. But
0: how do you capture...
1: <laughs>
0: you really do the personality of these people in, and animals is right there. And yeah. I, it's just a rare gift, I
1: think, to be able to do that. Oh, thank you. I, you know, I have fun. I love the experience, you know, and, and I guess, like you say, it's the, the emotion that the client brings yeah. Yeah. to the ask of commissioning the piece, you know, to hear the story of why they want this piece painted. Okay. I think I take that on a little bit, you know, and I get excited. Um, you know, I've had some commissions that I'm really, really proud of. And I know have really helped me become the artist I am today. And I've had some commissions that I'm like, okay, I did it. And I, am happy. They're happy. I I think it works. Um, but I would like to do it again, you know, and see how I, I do it next time. But I think, um, I've been really lucky because, uh, typically when someone wants to hire you to paint something, it's not going to be like a grungy, dark, you know, depressing scene. It's, it's a joyful moment or a, quiet, beautiful moment that people want to hold on to forever. Right. And so that's a great thing to have to do, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, exactly. And so that might be part of the reason why. Wow. I can't believe you never meet the people. That To me, that's just yeah. amazing. There's like, I mean, I really have only had a handful of people I really didn't know. Okay. And I I wonder, you know, as you say that, I don't mm-hmm. want to like have people hear this and go, oh gosh, if I don't know her, I won't have him. But I think there, <laughs> there probably is. Yeah some you know connection with those that I know well you know a lot of the people I've grown up with that have asked me to do things you know we've grown up in the same way or the same places so I'm very connected with maybe the things that they've asked me to paint so Mm -hmm. that probably comes through to a certain degree Yeah.
0: yeah um so tell me a bit about you mentioned studying with Pamela um and you I think studied with some others what what is it you like From And I, what I really like is that you do study with people that have different tastes, you know, different styles from your own. Mm -hmm. And I always think that's a really good thing for artists to do, to kind of pull yourself out of
1: your own head.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and their head,
1: too, because Uh if you work with someone too long, then
0: you kind of adopt
1: what they do to a certain extent. I've heard different opinions on that, but I think it's important to get a good, you know, very, very perspectives on how to do um, things. So what is it you look for
0: when you're looking for someone to study with? Is it their work, their, maybe you've met them, their, um,
1: or what comes through in their workshops that are particularly helpful
0: yeah. in, in class?
1: Um, you know, I, I haven't mentioned that i worked with Todd, and that's how you and I have met, with yeah. Todd Benita here, and he's been so fabulous in bringing amazing artists yeah. to the Seacoast for yeah. us that yeah. aren't yeah. from here. Yes. Um, so that's been a real big help. So we haven't had to travel very far to right. go find <laughs> these great teachers. Um, and I think that, you know, whether Todd has said to me like, oh, you know, you should definitely work with, you know, he said Tom Hughes, he, he yeah. brought, you know, John Redmond, he brought Tim Horn and, um, you know, he might make these suggestions. And then when I get into these workshops, you know, um, with Pamela, it was totally about her color, like okay. I wanted to paint her color. Mm-hmm. I loved her energy in her paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Todd, I he's such a great teacher. He, yes. you know, has taught me so much of the, um, you know, skill building side. Right. Yeah. You know, and and the history. Todd has so mm-hmm. much. My brain isn't functioning <laughs> to be able to explain to you how much he knows. But you know, all of these artists have been so knowledgeable in what they do, and so. Um, you know, there are quite a few that I would work with again, because of their personalities, Mm. um, because of their willingness to work with me, you know, I think has a big part of it. Why I go back to certain teachers, David Lucier and his wife, Pamela have Mm -hmm. been very supportive and, Mm. and helpful. So, you know, I continue to go and reach back to them for help and and mentorship now is something that's hard to find, you know,
0: um,
1: and and I think that's also important is to try to find people that you can, mm-hmm. you know, keep working with. So right. that's I think I answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's very very helpful. Mm-hmm. So uh, what about artists? Well, I think we know living who inspires you, mm-hmm. uh, unless there's some you haven't mentioned, artists living or dead
1: that have really inspired your work. Well, I mean it's interesting because yeah, the local artists that I've worked with have all inspired me. And then they have also, um, brought in artists that I would not have the opportunity because they passed on, but Soroya comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very interested in his water and his color and Mm -hmm. light. And, um, so that one really, and, and then Monet and, you know, Van Gogh, um, I definitely lean towards more expressive artists. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think those are the ones that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Your work is
1: definitely a beautiful play of light. Mm -hmm.
0: It's just, and and, um, you know, the vibration of
1: colors. Well, I'm trying, you know, another artist that I haven't mentioned is Colin Page Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, I, I always talk about how, when I first saw his work, I imagined that it was this thick paint with rich color. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned from working with him is he, he practically washes it on. It's so thin when I saw wow. it in real life. And, and so you say that about me, but wow. I'm like, I have a long way to go before I really understand how the color play works, but I'm, wow. I'm having fun getting. There. Well, I'd say you are really going pretty far I'm down the path. I'm
0: trying. Yeah. Um, so tell me about your studio space and a little bit, if you would, about your process. How do you find subject matter
1: and work through a painting? Okay, so the studio space right now is at my home mm-hmm. and it's okay right now. I think I've got some, some work to do. It's it's a little cramped, yeah. a, little, a little full right now, but um, I'm painting a lot outside as well. So my oh, sure. process yeah. of Painting is like almost 50 50, I feel, right now, between and because it's summer, probably more than 50 50, but in um, the plein air work yeah. as opposed to the studio work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, I, you know, my process for finding subject matter um, is, you know, that aha moment of seeing light, you know, on a walk this morning, you know. Seeing a, a tree or flowers backlit by the light and the glow, mm-hmm. I get caught by that. Yeah. Um, I also really do enjoy capturing these moments that you know don't last long enough. I mm-hmm. guess so. Mm-hmm. I'm really um, you know trying to capture things that we all enjoy resting our eyes on that we may not have a chance to yeah, linger really in quickly. very long. Right? I, I, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That really well, really
1: well. So. If you do a plein air painting, do you ever
0: take it back and redo it in the studio, oh, or yeah. oh, <laughs> as in I, I, as in redo? I mean, like completely a new painting, bigger or whatever, or rework the small one or the, the outdoor plein
1: air. Um, well, I mean a little bit of both, okay. I think. And you know, lately I've been going out and doing plein air, and I'm allowing myself to, you know appreciate the moment that I have. And sometimes I don't finish it Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. So, you know, whether I bring it back and it sits for a day or a month, Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. intention is to complete that okay. image.
0: Yeah. Um, and so you've done maybe some photo reference too.
1: Yes. I okay. always try to take photos okay. of where I am. And I, you know, like I said, I would say my, most of my work is, you know, 50, 50 with like photo mm. image and then plein air okay and then the combination of yeah. those two things depending on yeah. which way it starts well, so
0: our winters are pretty hard so that would be a good
1: a good thing to hold you through the winters to have oh pull my up, gosh pull from that stack <laughs> yeah i have you know my i'm worried about my computer i'm in that moment i'm <laughs> like oh god i need to back up my back yes, you know no. <laughs> do it today i know it scares yeah, yeah. me every time
0: oh no you don't want that to go mm-hmm so um what what exa- how do you start a painting do you sketch it in with pencil do you put down
1: values how do you start okay so this is the part that i probably need to work on because it's diff- it different it may be different every time yeah although okay, good. This spring, my- <laughs> yeah this spring i did discover i was out with tom he was working um at a workshop he did and uh, went to a local store there and I found a, like an oil pencil Oh. and I kind of fell in love with this pencil because as I am learning and trying to improve my plein air work um, and I'm, I'm sort of impatient and <laughs> and there's an energy yeah. that I, that I to enjoy and, and I want to get going. And yeah. so I'm yeah. really impatient. And so this <laughs> This pencil has been really good for if I don't want to sit and sketch, which I rarely do. Okay. Um, and I'm not recommending, but it's not who I am. Yeah. And so the pencil has allowed me to sketch on the canvas. Yeah. And then, from what I've, you know, a lot of people will use graphite or something like yeah. that to draw on their canvases, yeah. but then it might get muddy. So this is a really Oh I never heard of that. It's, yeah, it's almost stencils. like a burnt umber. I can try to get you the information later. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed working we'll with that good. when I remember to bring it with me. Oh <laughs> oops. <laughs> so oh, there's well. that. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but I'm always looking for new new things to try. And um, you know, I just took a workshop with Tim Horn this spring, and yeah, he yeah. had these really cool viewfinders that were specific, you know, shapes that would work with it. and that has been helpful to me because like in another workshop yeah you know the teacher said all right christy you know you can be (laughs) painterly but when you're painting you know buildings Mm -hmm. you have to get the lines right you have to you know have the perspective and so i'm trying to balance all that all the time so my process is thoughtful i use the camera Mm -hmm. you know i haven't perfected it i don't know if i I ever will (laughs) i think
0: you're like me it's hard to to slow down Oh yeah, which is why it's really good for me to take Todd's class. because uh-huh. he really makes you think everything through. Yes, well the layers mm-hmm. and
1: and yeah. you know, um what's mm-hmm. the term the glazing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. It, I took that class this winter and, and No, I, I popped in one day. I saw you to yourself, like, oh, on that okay. one. <laughs> yeah, it's great. No, it's it's essential. I think it really is essential to have that process. And yeah. yes. You know, Everybody's like, oh, Christy, you're so fast. And they always often say, oh, I'm sure Christy's painted like three paintings by the time they've gotten one. You know, I'll hear that a lot. But I'm like, yeah, that doesn't mean it's good, you know, I mean, like, or any of them are usable. I mean, so that's well, that brings
0: to the next question. What's the what's the the wow factor you're looking for that mm -hmm. you say, oh, it's done. What what finishes it for you?
1: Yeah, um, that's a good question. And I think it's different every time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, there are a couple of times where I've had this energy, whether it be in the studio, I haven't had it as much in plein air. Plein air is a harder one. Yeah. And and for that, it usually means going back to the studio and finessing some okay. of the things yeah. um, in the studio. Sometimes I'll, I will paint like two or three things mm-hmm. in a day mm-hmm. if I have a good day. Mm-hmm. And it's usually that third painting that I feel like it's done you know it's like I painted that from start to finish and I don't want to touch it again yeah so the others are warm-ups maybe yeah yeah (laughs) whether they were meant to be or not um yeah and so I've had that happen a couple like one of my favorite paintings is the painting I most recently did of my I have a King Charles Cavalier yeah and that evening you know I had worked and maybe I had a couple commissions going that I, you know, and I know you talked about this with Peggy Murray and her mm. podcast, where you know you may have like two or three paintings going at a time, mm. and then at the end of the evening, it was like sometimes there's this energy that comes through me, and I'm like, I'm not done yet, <laughs> and I'll put up a, you know, fresh canvas, and and it just comes through me, and wow. and it it works. Yeah. So every once in a while, I'll get that, yeah. um, and I'm really proud of it, and it just feels really good, mm. and I think that is is the truth for any artist. I mean, it's kind of a feeling. Just I don't feelings. think anyone has yeah. the real answer for I that. I know, I know. <laughs> but I still ask it because it's <laughs> Well, if, if so, you never know. Someone might be like, well, well and, and as we know so from working learn. with Todd, you know, there are these checklists sure. yeah. that we all need to pay attention to, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. And David Lucier has said the same thing. You know, he he mentioned like following a pathway through your painting and kind of looking for little pieces that might mm. jut out. And I'm trying to be more, thoughtful of that when right. i paint right. um and i catch myself on mm. those little things yeah. and and sometimes i go Meh, and sometimes i fix it but yeah. um it just depends so do you
0: ever come back to something a week later and say oh how, how did i miss that oh
1: yeah no. yeah absolutely <laughs> okay or weeks later yeah <laughs> for sure yeah. yeah yeah
0: um so what are you trying to get your viewers to see or feel from the work is it maybe different with each one thing or trying to convey anything
1: yeah i i mean i think i want them to feel joy i've been told that that comes through my work and Mm -hmm. and you know or peace and you know just capturing these moments that Mm. yeah that are fleeting i think whether it be the light or you know i i wish there are some things that i could capture better because Mm. i want to stare at them for a while yeah yeah (laughs) So, um,
0: this is a true story. I came in this morning. I hadn't had enough coffee, and I was feeling a little disoriented. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was sitting here setting up, waiting for you, and I said, I just don't, I just feel a little grumpy. So I got on your website, and I said, this will cheer me up. And you know what it did? Your paintings are so full of light and play, and just like you say, capturing such beautiful moments, especially in your commissions of the little families, you know, Mm -hmm. the kids. It's just so amazing how you... Those things and yeah, thank your, you. Your work is cheers anybody. Up. <laughs> so you. that did it for me. Yeah, that and a few more again There you go. That helps
1: helps me <laughs> connect too. the brain absolutely. Cells.
0: Oh my goodness. So, what defines success for you as an artist? What
1: does success feel like so for me. Um, I have thought about this question, okay. and honestly, it is a return customer. Mm-hmm. That is oh. that's been the most satisfying yeah. thing you know, I have a big family. I am blessed with many friends who have yeah. been very supportive and love, loving to me and, right. and encouraging to me. But, you know, I've done a couple of the art fairs. And just recently, um, you know, I had a returning customer who is not related, knows nothing about my family, yeah, yeah. that showed up wow. to come back and buy more of my art. That so for me... Someone came in here about huge. a year ago Yeah, looking for you. They had seen yeah. something... I, and I messaged you yes yes you did yeah that's so really that fun. that's really awesome mm-hmm. yeah you know I mean because I feel like as artists you know when we start painting people love what we do yeah I mean it's it is it's it's a wonderful gift to have and right. to be able to work on um and people are very kind about it but it's like when that person that comes out of and nowhere unknown. yeah and and again reaches back out like another person bought for me last summer at a fair and he reached out and yeah. said, you know, where are you going to be back? You know, and nice. I wasn't going to be back, but I, you know, I said, here's, you know, don't forget about my website, but it's, <laughs> that feels really good for yeah. me, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I still feel like I have so much to learn and I think I will continue to develop mm-hmm. and hopefully improve on certain levels. And I still feel like I haven't found my voice, you know, really? in a lot of ways you because a, a lot of the commission work takes a lot of time. And yeah. although it's a blessing to me and I'm grateful for every commission I get and I learn a lot from those, okay. you know, yeah. I haven't been a very focused artist yet on my own path. Oh, like I, see. I haven't done a series, you know, I'm like looking yeah. in the gallery right now and, you know, a lot of the artists have these things they do and sure. they'll repeat working on them. Yeah. Um, and I need to do a little bit more of that, I think, mm. to also feel like I'm more well-rounded maybe right. as an artist. Right. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's switch gears here a little yeah. bit. Let's talk about social media
1: and marketing. No, love yeah. it or hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I enjoy it. Um I'm, I'm definitely a Facebooker, mm-hmm. and I love, I've love i loved Instagram yeah. as far okay. as the artwork goes. Um, Facebook has been fun just for a lot of reasons, and I definitely have gotten a lot of business from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not that I'm doing a lot of direct sales, but yeah. the, the commission work okay. through Facebook has happened a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, then Instagram has been fun for me because I've kept that – um, account mm-hmm. really focused on art, so mm-hmm. you know I try to only follow artists or galleries, yeah, and keep that in my feed, you mm-hmm. know. And then there's a couple friends that won't do Facebook that I have to follow <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that right. I want exactly. to keep in touch with. <laughs> but other than that, it's mostly art and artists, and um, and I've had a lot of fun, you know, figuring that out. I don't know if I've yeah, got I it think, all figured out yet, but I'm yeah. I think it expands
0: so rapidly on Instagram you find you connect so much faster with other
1: artists than on Facebook right yeah and I don't know if it's selling my art as much as it is just keeping me um
0: you know in the loop
1: of Uh of the art world right I I think maybe it will continue to grow that way um I I hope and I've noticed you know again with galleries Mm -hmm. they pay attention so I haven't you know, been approached for Mm -hmm. representation necessarily through Instagram, but -hmm. I'm hopeful. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I, I like playing and I, and it was at one of the social media places in Portsmouth actually. And they said, it's a great place to kind of represent yourself, you know, to to show your portfolio of what you've done. And, And I've appreciated that I I've done that because now I, when I see people on the street and they ask me what I do, I open up my Instagram. I'm like, here, you can like see it all right here, you know, even more than my website. Yeah. Well, I was just going to get to your
0: website. I I like your website. Yeah. Um, And you have a little shop on there, which I love that you can offer some G clays and prints and note cards, which I think is really great. Yes. To offer because, you know, like you said on there, not everybody can afford an original, but right. Boy, they can have that joy from those beautiful prints. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think your website's okay. You're, Thank you're you. You're saying you
1: just don't get on there much and update I need and, to work on it yeah. a little bit more and update it. But yeah. I do agree with most artists. It's it's a necessary thing to have, and we all kind of struggle with it because yeah. we'd rather be painting than I managing oh, the right. IT oh, perspective.
0: Oh, yes. but, Absolutely.
1: But it's essential. Yeah. yeah. And that's christiesartspace.com. Correct. Yes. Okay. C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-S.
0: Mm -hmm. oh nice okay um so a few a few more questions so how how do you handle because i also paint at home two homes Mm -hmm. (laughs) mom's home (laughs) and my own home um how do you handle being home and painting with the kids around it is um (laughs) it's a challenge yeah i mean do they do they see this as moms at war? Yes, it, or I do is it have, hard for them
1: to I have, you know, doors that I can close. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they're going to, you know, come in and interrupt. Yeah. But they've respected my space. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, I know some moms that are doing this, with toddlers and I tried wow. that and that did not work. Like, forget <laughs> about it. It's so hard. And if you do it, that's amazing. Like, I don't know how you do it. You'd have to lock the door, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the older kids, mine are 10, 13 and 16 now, okay. since I've been back at home yeah and they respect my space. Yeah. So they know that this is, mm-hmm. you know, what I do and I need my time. And, yeah. and they've been great to be honest with you. Um, so they've been really supportive. Um, but it's true. Like this morning, you know, just being at home, Mm -hmm. it's like, I could have gotten up and gone down to the studio and painted, but instead I was out like spraying my front porch and (laughs) finally cleaning the pollen off of everything. And, you know, trying trying, trying to get, you know, and there's always something, you know, people always talk about laundry. That's something I can easily push off or dishes. I easily push off, but you know, I'll get caught up in things. Yeah. because you're in the home, but I'm, I'm trying to. You know, balance, and even when I had the space in Kittery or or in Portsmouth, you know, and there was a twenty minute, fifteen minute drive, mm-hmm. you know, it took me a while to be okay with Christy. Just go for an hour or two hours, you know. Right. And our friend Mike Lantigua, you know, just this spring was like, I try to touch the brush, you know, touch the brush of the canvas, <laughs> like every day, and and it really you need to hear that because, yeah. you know. If even if you can give 30 minutes to mm-hmm. your practice right. you're, you're going to get better right. and that's you know i think no matter where you are and what you're doing mm-hmm. you have to make that deal with happened. it right yeah so yeah you do so you mentioned you've done
0: a few um fairs or shows how has mm-hmm. that gone and what are your thoughts on the yeah. benefits of those
1: So I think it's a really huge learning curve. (laughs) Um, You know, it's investment in getting the supplies that you need to have a good show. So I, you know, I bought a 10 by 10 um, tent and then the investment was in buying like the sides that you hang your art on and don't ask me numbers because I won't remember them, but um, (laughs) it was an investment. And um, I, I think it's, you have to ask yourself, you know, are you physically able to manage the work that mm-hmm. you have to do to get to the space True. and build the tent? Do you have a good partner, yeah. um, whoever they may be, to help you and assist you in that space? My husband, I couldn't do it without him. Yeah. I really couldn't. And hes he's been so lovely. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's its a lot of work. It's, you know, a long day. I've done, you know, a one-day fair and that's kind of glorious because you're in and out. You don't have a lot of stress, you know. Okay. Hopefully the weather's going to be good, sure. yeah. but if the weather's bad, yeah, it's stressful. It's a bummer, you know. You <laughs> got to have your weights. There's so many, you know. The internet is a wonderful place, of course, to go and read about all of the experiences people have had doing fairs.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, what I've heard from, you know, Colin Page and Todd Benita, you know, is that it was a really good way to, you know. Get your artwork out there you know okay. before you have representation in galleries so mm-hmm. i do think you know if you have the time and you have the energy you know you can go and put yourself out there in different areas yeah. um and you know perhaps a gallery will show up you know looking mm-hmm. for you or you just have more clients in other areas and you learn more about the areas that you visit sure. so i've done them in michigan i did one in great barrington mass and i will be um, I'm really excited to be at the Lod Home Farms oh, yeah. Art Fair. Um, September is it the ninth and tenth, I think this year in nice. Wells, Maine. Okay, and nice. that's a beautiful show. Yeah. If you're in the area. area come too. by and say hi. But um yeah. so yeah, it's it's a workout. But I think it is worth it if you can do it. And it, you know, I know people who live in that world. Yeah. And they literally R V, you know, to oh, each place. Wow. And it's a huge commitment. <laughs> yeah. I don't Boyd and I've talked about that a yeah. little bit, but we've got some time yet. So, (laughs) so yeah. So
0: that's our next question here. The next five years, what do you see happening, not that yet. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. Um, I know until my daughters are all out of school, uh, we will be, you know, around here. And um, I just hope that in the next five years, I continue to grow and get better and hopefully find representation, Mm -hmm. you know, in the area that I live in. And then also I would like to be, out of state you know I would like to be across the country even yeah I loved painting in California this um spring I want to go back there you know I, I'm going out to Colorado in a couple of weeks and I'm definitely going to nice. be looking around that area for galleries and so I I do kind uh-huh. of have a vision for yeah what I would like to be able to do yeah um but I am still very much focused on being my you know the parent that I am and yeah. managing the family yeah, world and, yeah yeah <laughs> That's I know my limitations lot. to a certain degree, but I'm, you know, I know other people, there's a way to do it. So I'm right. just, I just keep every year trying to little goals and just keep moving forward, you yeah. know? Yeah. Sell another one. That's right. all. Right. Yes. <laughs> Make another one. One foot in front of Go the Go bigger. Other. I would like to paint bigger, oh, really? a little like bit bigger. Canvases. Yeah. That was a thing that I've sort of come to find. I did uh-huh. a lot of little ones okay. this spring and that was fun, but I I feel better. On a bigger canvas. I'm not <laughs> like, you know. It's because you have so much energy. It has to. Maybe. And I'm just. Cover large space. Yeah. And I, I it, it may read better. Yeah. You know, even with plein air, I'd like to try to do more like 11 by 14s mm-hmm. instead of an 8 by 10 canvas And mm-hmm. plein air is like. Uh, Constricting. I feel like in a funny house, you know, <laughs> like I'm like everything gets smooshed and I'm still working on that piece, mm. but I think I, I'm more comfortable yeah, when I paint a little bit bigger. So.
0: That's we'll see nice. what happens.
1: Stay tuned. Oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> so people can find you, Christy's Art Space, on Instagram. Yes, is it your your name? Yes, your name. and it is C
1: H R I S T Y S. A-R-T-S-P-A-C. Because there's like 20 ways to spell yes, Christie's So, so. <laughs> Art, Space. Art Space. Okay, yes. so
0: that's Instagram and then Christie's Art for the website. Yes. So I I snapped this little screenshot off your Instagram the yes. other day because I just loved the, which, this quote. <laughs> so I'm going to read this as we close the show. Okay. And you put this little quote, you said, so I said to myself today, Christy, Maybe you can't paint the way you think you should be painting, but perhaps the universe needs you to paint what you are painting. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not entirely up to you, so just go with it. Yeah. And I just love that. I love that. Yeah, you have to go with you. And then you went on a little, the struggle is real, folks. I will continue to tackle Purple Cove, I think, is where you are. Yes. But for now, I'll take a few photos and work the rest out in my studio.
1: So, yeah, I love that. I thought that was just a great sentiment. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you have to shut up and paint, which yeah. is another thing Todd has yeah. told me. Shut up the voices sometimes, yes. right? Yep. And and don't and overthink
0: just everything. Get out there
1: and let it happen. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I, we can really constrict ourselves, can't we, sometimes? Just yep. The fear of even picking up the brush can be so strong sometimes.
1: It absolutely can. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank thank a you for having Lovely talk. Me. And Very. we'll look forward to Seeing what you're doing in the future. Yes. Thanks, Christy. Bye. Thanks, Barb. If you found inspiration from today's show, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and share it with a friend or two on social media. Also, take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes or share your takeaways from today's show on artistsofnewengland.com under today's episode. And while you're there, you'll find links to the topics mentioned in today's show. And don't forget to peruse the growing library of podcasts and resources. Thanks for listening. You got beauty to share with the world that no other human has. So get in the ring and pick up that brush.